Hey everybody, I'm here with Adam Cousins. He's been on the show before. He's a he's a comedian down in LA. He's a super funny guy. Known him for quite a few years. Adam, how you doing, man? Wait, geographically, I guess I don't know where Salt Lake City is because I always fly there. I guess down. Yes, I am down in LA. I am yeah, I guess. Of you. I shouldn't have uh, just assumed your your location. I located you. Uh, yeah, you you're, are. No, you. Oh my goodness! You, I now <laughs> now everyone knows where I am. Such a small town. You, gonna, the fans they're gonna come find me, traffic. You know what? Dangerous. Just don't mention any businesses that are near your house. I didn't say the actual city that you live in. I just no, said the general right. area. You just said the city of angels. Yep. No. Like, you could say Salt Lake, and that would apply to me, even though I'm not technically in Salt Lake, you know? No, you're not. I think you're in Tuellisville. No, no, I'm close. I am close. That's the that's the capital of our county. Is it a county seat? Is that oh. what it's called? The capital of the county? I don't know. That's a Tooele. County? What's the name of your county? It's Tooele County, actually. <laughs> Tooele County. Oh, okay. So it's not just a clever... It's, it's, Wow, that'd be like if America named itself Washington. Yeah. Because that's the name, that's the capital. It's essentially, I mean, it's the, the it's such a ridiculous word. They're like, why not use it twice? I think the worst part of this conversation is knowing that we pretty much had this conversation <laughs> right before we recorded. And it was so funny in my mind. I'm like, let's try to recreate it. Nobody and knew that. It's just. It's just not going over well. So oh. apologies to the fans. I blame myself <laughs> because you're a professional. Uh, you're a professional uh, Twilla mispronouncer, and I'm 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 years into it, so I know exactly how to say. I think it. I pushed too hard. You know, <laughs> I it's, you 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 know you're a man of honor. You're a man of grace and class. <laughs> and I I hop on this on this mic, and I I just disregard and disrespect your entire county. This is far unprofessional of me, and I apologize to everybody in Tooele County. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like, I don't know, 35,000 people you may have insulted. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's it's not much. (laughs) I don't know what the actual uh, amount of people in this county is, but it's it's a small county, so I think they're very forgiving, too. Uh, Anytime somebody says the word Tooele, it's always wrong. So Salt Lake City, far yeah. and away. There you go. The biggest city in Utah. Far yep. and away. What would you say number two is? Uh, probably Ogden or Provo. It's probably a toss-up between those two, if I had to okay, guess. Okay, because I've, I've been to both. I didn't know if those were the top two. What about the college? What about the, where's the... Um, uh, yeah, I guess that would be it. I was trying to think of Utah State. Um, Utah State's in that? Logan. Logan, yeah. That's fairly, I mean, that's a medium size. It's not too big. It's a college town, but it's a pretty small town. Okay. Yeah, I guess Provo or, I didn't realize Ogden would be in the top two or three of the state. That's very interesting to me. I could be wrong, too. I thought that was a beautiful town. Oh, yeah, Ogden's great. Nice, nice mountain views and everything. It's really cool depending on where you go. Like uh, 25th Street, like where the Wise Guys is, where we hung out. Pretty nice, but if you go two streets down, it's it gets a little sketchy. I mean, not. Yeah, I've been walking down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After a show one night, I went um, I went walking down past the club, just kind of wandering, looking for 
like things to do and food to eat and whatnot. And I was a little discouraged because all the places I wanted to go to, even a simple restaurant, mm-hmm. like they had a cover to go into it. I'm like, I don't want to go into you that bad. Like, <laughs> they had a cover? Gonna... Yeah, there's like two or three, like what I would consider to be diners that had hmm. covers. So I guess there probably a band was going to play or there's some that must be floor that I couldn't see. I don't know what it was, but yeah, DJ, but... There was, for whatever reason, there's there a cover and stuff. You know what I did, Travis? What I did you do? Home hungry that night. Oh no! Sad. I wish I'd have known. I would have taken you somewhere. You know they well, used. Then, to- I, then I, I learned something that the people of Utah know that I did not. I swung into a restaurant that did not have a cover, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, can I just? You know, I'm tired. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I've lost my appetite. Can I just have a beer?" And they said no. Wow. <laughs> that I needed to order food to go along with it. Yeah, it, um, if it's a regular restaurant, I think you do. I just did about food. You'd think I would get it, but <laughs> that was, I didn't want it. I don't want to do that either, so I just didn't. Our liquor laws are a little weird. They're not. I mean, they used to be more weird. Like uh, they used to have what they called private clubs, and that was basically a bar. And you would have oh. to join. You'd have to get a membership. Sometimes they charged. Sometimes they didn't. Uh, but you had to have a membership to go into the private club. But that all kind of went away when the Olympics were here, because they realized. Oh uh, my goodness, I could see that. Yeah, that would have been a huge embarrassment. So they're like, "Oh, maybe this is a little backwards. We should change things up." <laughs> That's really interesting. Like, how? What are some other like things that change cause of the Olympics coming to town? Because that's a that's a really interesting thing to realize. People from all over the world, millions of people coming to town. I know the airport got a got a remodel. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Freeways, just kind of infrastructure type things. Uh, of course, brand new buildings. Uh, uh, there's all sorts of stuff up in Park City and. There's a couple spots down in the Salt Lake Valley where, like, Olympic athletes still train to this day. I mean, maybe not right now, but, like, there's a ski jump in Park City. All the Olympians go and ride that ski jump. There's an an uh, Olympic-style bobsled. It's actually where they held the the bobsled events when it was here. So there's all sorts of stuff like that. But the liquor laws was – that was a big one that they changed. And isn't the Gateway, which is where the downtown mm. wise guys is, that was built for the Olympics. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's You know more about Salt Lake than I do. <laughs> I saw a plaque <laughs> when I was there a couple months ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they did build that kind of, uh, you know, getting ready for the Olympics. And there's this big water fountain feature thing that they used to play, like, Olympic music, and the water would, would dance around. Now, pretty much, they just turn the water on, and kids go play in it. So... <laughs> But it, it's did still you pretty go cool. To any events, or did you and your family just stay completely away from it? I stayed completely away from it, mostly because at the time, I mean, I was what, like, I was twenty in my early twenties, anyway. So I was pretty much working every night. I was working in a warehouse. Uh, my kids ended up going to a few events. Uh, my parents took them. I think my my wife might have gone to something, but I didn't actually see anything myself i had a buddy though that he was a bailiff i think he probably still is a bailiff i haven't talked to him in a while but he was doing security because they hired pretty much every officer in town to do security at hotels and things like that and uh he would tell stories about the uh high-priced ladies that would get brought in from all over the world to go to the the big expensive hotels 
That's crazy. He said they were top notch. I wonder what what time trials they had to pass to get there. Come on, track. (laughs) Now, you know, here in Los Angeles, we have the Olympics coming currently scheduled for 2028, so eight years from now. That's right around Um, the corner. And our goal as a city has been to, to be the first city to not build any new infrastructure for an Olympic. <laughs> so um, far, so good, right? <laughs> that was that was the proclamation. It's like we have wow. stadiums already. We have an ocean for the the swimming. We've got pools. We got whatever. And they're gonna they're, they're gonna spend a little bit of money money renovating. Uh, the track over at the Coliseum for some Olympic uh, like running events. Mm-hmm. But they said in general, they're going to try knock on to just, you know, they got the new Ram stadium opening up in Inglewood. Oh yeah. Um, and they're just, they're just kind of assuming that like maybe some LA arena owners are going to do a revamp on their <laughs> own. Like <laughs> I'd say that's like, unlikely like, now Olympic events in there, <laughs> but mm-hmm. without actually having the Olympic funded it's, a, it's an interesting proposal i am fascinated to see how it won't work in the mad dash scramble <laughs> that it will be like two years out to get everything built when they realize it's not gonna happen <laughs> well they were there in 84 right that's right so they're just thinking that stuff's still good i guess it was good enough so. in 84 it's, it's good enough now it. Yeah, and there's been some recent. There's been like the Staples Center has been built since then. They've redone the Coliseum. Um, they've redone uh, the Inglewood Forum. Like, but again, those are a lot of indoor facilities, and the Summer Olympics spread themselves on their outdoor. But that's what's interesting about like an Olympic. Like, you can you can testify being in Salt Lake. Not everything happened in Salt Lake. Like, yeah, it's like right. the city and stuff around. So I'm curious, like, where how far they're going to go. Like if they wanted to like stretch down to San Diego or just go, you know, an hour and 45 minutes south, they could get a whole new crop of arenas and stadiums and the trend also. That's or true. If they wanted to keep it in Los Angeles, but, but I mean, like the real Janeiro Olympics, there's events happening like eight hours away. <laughs> wow. Was it that far? Jeez. It was pretty, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be quoted on that, Luckily, I'm not being <laughs> recorded right now. Um, but I think there are some, I think there are some happening pretty far away. If I, I remember there being some like flights people had to take to get to the front of that. Yeah, San Diego would be cool. That That's a good destination. That's not too far away. Yeah, you could do San Diego. You could even, if you really, if there, I mean, there's people from all over the world, so that you could even do Vegas, theoretically. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine like the IOC letting events happen in Vegas, <laughs> but you could. You could do some, like a cup, that's four and a half hours. You could do that, or you could do San Francisco, that's like five hours north. But you could stretch it out if you ran into an issue with LA proper, but I think we'll be able to get it done. They'll just have to get some San Diegoans to get their leaf blowers and walk through Jack Murphy Stadium and dust that out (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) My gosh. I was in San Diego last Friday, and... I was, yeah, and I was looking, I was in this really dodgy part of town, we were looking for an In-N-Out, and the GPS took us to this area we'd never been in before, and there was, like, there's probably just strip clubs everywhere, there's adult stores, adult novelty super stores, and adult novelty warehouse. Were you by chance in Chula Vista? 
I got to look it up, man. I don't, I don't remember where I was. That's it's, the whole point. Um, but it sounds it like the in and out in Chula Vista. <laughs> it could have been, I'll look it up when we get off this call and then you can put it in the, in the, in the notes section. All right. Uh, of, uh, of this podcast. <laughs> um, but when the block we were on was, uh, like sports arena way or something. And I was like, well, this isn't near Petco. Like, we're not downtown. Mm-hmm. We're not. So I had no idea what sports arena it was. And as far as I could tell, there was no sports arena. So I'm trying to figure out what it was. It might have been some old ABA team. Uh, like, maybe the one that, what was that? The, the semi-pro? Oh, yeah, the semi-pro. basketball movie. I saw I that recently, actually. <laughs> that was San Diego, wasn't it? Wow. It might have been. You've got a good memory. He, well, he did Anchorman, which mm-hmm. is San Diego. He's from Ir- he's from Irvine, which is Orange County, so mm-hmm. in between LA and San Diego. Maybe he just loves San Diego or doesn't think they get enough representation. Who doesn't love San Diego? It's great, man. I was just talking with my wife about like, you know, with the way things are right now, like very few of us are getting on stage these days. Mm-hmm. And who knows when that's going to happen. And when it does happen, the opportunities for a guy like me probably won't be as plentiful as there were before this. Um, well, doesn't matter where we live anymore. <laughs> like, Not really. Could I move to like Salt Lake or could I move to San Diego or Denver or something? Just because it's, it's a better lifestyle. It's a little less expensive. It probably would enjoy the people more. <laughs> enjoy the life a little bit more. It's an interesting proposal, and I'll be really curious to see, especially with like so many office jobs just going remote, how much necessity there will be to be in cities generally, more specifically, some of like the big coastal cities, if, it, if it's even going to matter. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'd be lucky to have you here. I'm going to say that. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you a house or anything, but you can always come hang out with me. You know, there's a good scene in San well, Diego too. I've met a lot of people yeah. down there. There's some there's some good comics down there. I like San Diego a lot. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a really good town. Great comedian. Uh great downtown. Yeah, San Diego. It's it's a top notch. I believe they refer to themselves as America's finest city. America's right? finest city. I like that. I think that's what they call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a tree city USA, so not to brag or anything, tree but city. Tree City USA. I guess it's some sort of designation. I don't know if it's like uh, trees per capita or <laughs> I don't know what, what you have to get to be Tree City USA. But I remember when I was a kid, we were pretty proud of it. Okay. Well, when I uh, was growing up, I lived in Seattle, but my grandparents lived in Portland, which is called the Ray City. Mm. And now I live in Pasadena, which calls itself the City of Raises. That's true. Uh, and... That's a little controversial, man. That's two big rose claims. I'm not, I would love to, I think Portland, I was going to say, I think Portland is winning a fight with Pasadena, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> Who was your favorite Golden Girl? I'm just curious. My favorite Golden Girl? Yeah. You know, or, man, I butchered that. I should have said Blanche. Was it? Oh. I like Maybe Golden you're attracted to roses. I'm just saying. Who's the old lady? What's her name? Oh, well, that was, uh, the really old one. Estelle Getty. Yeah. Name? Oh, I can't remember. I just remember Lo- Rose and Blanche and uh, B. Arthur. I can't remember her name either. It's not important. Someone posted something recently that cracked me up and really made me think about how, you know, that was when we were young, watching Golden Girls was like a, a depiction of like, 
just decrepit, <laughs> just old women. And but they were all like in their like mid fifties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nothing now. Mid fifties. J Lo's what, like fifty one, fifty two? And she's half naked yeah, at, at the Super Bowl. Remember when that was a big deal? Everybody cared about that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, people, I remember a there was a lawsuit by somebody who claimed that their nudity was threatening his salvation. <laughs> wow. Of the lust he felt was going to potentially cause him to not get to heaven. He was trying to sue the other. <laughs> All I know is Shakira and J-Lo dancing around half naked on my TV. There was no COVID at that time. So maybe yeah. maybe they were keeping it away. You know what? Or maybe they are the reason we have COVID. They were, <laughs> they were there, you know, riding up and down that stage. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really know where it all started, Travis. I know you're trying to push the, 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 the bat <laughs> in, the, in the wet markets. I've been, I've been watching your social media feed. Oh, yeah. You. You I'm, know, a, I'm a big wet factory. market guy. <laughs> By the way, like you know, they they have to keep selling the bat. Yeah, even if they were the root cause of all of this, <laughs> I, I think now that the wet markets are opening back up again, they have to sell them. Like that's like their that's their calling card. Like that's what they're world famous for mm-hmm. at this point, right? Like yeah. <laughs> they can't they can't not sell them. That'd be like if cause people are going to go there and they're going to want to see the bat. That's like going to you know, like uh, like bubble gumps, and they don't sell shrimp. Anymore. <laughs> like that's why we're here. Show us the bat. Yeah, you don't want you don't want them to sell them underground either. I think that would get even sketchier. Yeah, we want the name brand. <laughs> we want them sold in daylight with pride. We're the we're the KFC so that, of bats. That's what their sign should confident. say. You know, we're confident now. You and I are both big guys. That would not be proper way to cook a bat. Are we confident at this point? No, 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 no. Deep fry okay. it. No. Bread it and deep fry it. Yeah. Soup. No, you don't got to, you know. That, you should always start with that. When you're learning how to cook, start with deep frying. Because you know it's going to cook all the way through. It's going to kill the germs. Hey, I'm looking into getting an air fryer. Have you ever used that? Yeah, they were great, actually. Tell me a little bit about it. It depends on what kind you get. I've got I've got this uh, Emerald Lagasse thing. Uh, send me a free one for the for the plug there. But it does like it's a toaster oven slash air fryer slash uh, all sorts. Of, it does like five different things. Cooks infrared, I think. But the air fryers you can get a pretty basic one that's just an air fryer, and you just toss whatever. Like if you're doing fries, you can toss it in a little bit of olive oil or just something light. And then you just put it in there and it heats up and the air gets super hot and it basically fries whatever's in there. Makes it crispy. And so you think it tastes as good as traditional, like a fried fried chicken, fried whatever you get? Yeah. Well, it it tastes more homemade. Like, I don't know, when I was a kid... Anything that tasted homemade, you'd be like, ew, it tastes like homemade. Gross. <laughs> you know, like, I remember I was seeing this picture of somebody that made a birthday cake for their kid. Like, my mom used to make all of my birthday cakes, and I remember how lame I used to think that was, that I had a homemade yeah. birthday cake when, oh, those kids are cool. They got a store-bought cake. But a homemade cake now is so much cooler. So homemade fries, I mean, they taste a little different than a McDonald's fry because it doesn't have all of the, you know, fat and lard and whatever else is in there. But it's a good fry. Just put, throw some salt on there. 
Nice. Yeah. Nice and tasty. Yeah, my wife and I were looking at um, this picture in, like, my daughter's book. And it was one of those, like, ice cream cones that, like, look like a clown. You know what those are? <laughs> I remember they, like, those, yeah. Robin's used to sell those, and they'd have, like, big eyes, and they would have, like, all kinds of, like, little shapes on them. And <laughs> my wife and I both remember really well. Um, <laughs> my daughter would jump right in. Tell my, her hi. My wife and I remember really well, like, how enamored we were with those and how delicious they looked. Oh, they were cool. Um, I remember and, them, too. And, but now, like, we look at them in my daughter's book, and it's, like, disgusting. <laughs> like, I couldn't have, like, I bet it tastes, like, worse than actual normal ice cream. <laughs> you know, the last time we talked. You want to say hi. Okay. <laughs> Hello. You said, no, thank you. Really no, thank loud. you? Okay. <laughs> Stranger danger. She's three years old. Oh, it's um, the best. She's. I don't know what she's saying. She said hi yeah. I know hi yeah when I hear it. It's like Miss Piggy. Hi yeah. Well, you don't need to talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have a couple kids. I got I got yeah, three. Lucy, she's okay. She, yeah, Lucy is three years old now. She's super tall, super energetic. <laughs> she's she's such a crack up man. That's <laughs> what it's all about, man. Kids are the best. She hasn't seen me do stand up yet, though. I've been now with COVID. You know, oh. I've wondered if she wants to see one of these like virtual shows that I'm doing. Like, Man, on, just like a three or four. Play your dry bar for her. <laughs> yeah, that might be fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, their dry bar over the weekend, they uploaded my hour to YouTube for free. Oh, nice. And it was like a truncated version of it, so it's like 40 minutes or so. Um, but they, uh, so they cut out some stuff. I haven't had the guts to watch to see what they cut. I just noticed it was shorter. <laughs> um, and hopefully it's still stuff that I would have preferred them to cut too. That might be a win-win for me. Yeah, um, it could go they, either way uh, there. I know. <laughs> but so I scrolled on it. I, you know, I actually have not had the greatest last few days. Nothing bad happened. It's just, I've just kind of been in my head a little bit. And so I saw that the link got posted, and I was like, ah, oh, geez. And so I immediately, there's like 90 comments within like a day. And so I scroll down, and the first comment, well, I have it right here. I, I screenshotted it. Uh, the first comment was, uh, uh, dang, most of this comic section did not pass the vibe check. I thought he was pretty funny. And so now I'm like, I do not want to read the rest of the comments. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know anybody that has enjoyed that. Unless unless they're kind of a like a, a glutton for punishment or they like to attack somebody that attacked them. Then they're having fun with it. But I think most people are just getting their feelings hurt, which I would too. <laughs> I didn't watch. You know, so my special came out just about a little over a year and a half, almost two years ago. And I didn't read comments for like a year just because I was so in my head about it. And then I finally did it. And like the negative ones are really funny, actually, to me oh. now. Like they're, <laughs> I've, you know, I've heard enough people say nice things about it. So now I can just, I can just, you know, <laughs> accept that there will be negative ones along the way. Um, but there, I, yeah, now I, I go out of my way to find like the real hater comments and screenshot those and put it in Insta stories and stuff like that. But I don't know. There's something about it being a new clip and I don't know. It still it feels like it's a new insult coming my way, not one that I'm ready for yet. It's kind of weird that somebody would make negative comments on a comedy clip because if the comic does go back and watch it, they can now trace into your account 
and do some deep research on you and cut you real <laughs> deep. I mean, if, if you were vindictive, you could really like ruin some people's days. <laughs> well, I think they can tell from my from my joke writing structure that I don't put a lot of thought into much of what I do on a day to day. You're a good writer. You know that. <laughs> Most of my effort is, is spent elsewhere. <laughs> So the last time uh, you were here, uh, we went to uh, the Village Inn, uh, which yeah. I, I believe now is closed, like for good. I think that really? location. I liked it. Yeah, I know it's it's good. That they closed like half the locations. This is even before the outbreak happened, but I, th- I believe that one's gone. But we were going off uh, back and forth on cake. You you mentioned cake a little bit ago. Uh, have you tried the the cakes that that I taught you about? Do you remember them? Cake. Oh my gosh! Do you mean the? Do you mean where you get like a cake mix and then you just pour a bottle, like a two liter of Sprite, uh-huh. and then you just shake it around and then you and then you pretend it's good? Are you talking about that? Yeah, the dump cake. You also put in pie mix. Don't forget the pie mix. No, I have not yet tried that. It's just it's just get a get a cake I mix. I, got, I don't know how it got away from me in the <laughs> pandemic, but I have not gotten a chance to try dump cake yet. I know it, it blew your mind that night that <laughs> dump cake was a thing, and it then the other it, one, the other one, you just we talked about the wait. We talked about it with the waitress because I was uh-huh. this guy's making it up, and she apparently I heard of it as well. The other one I actually like more. That one kind of comes out like a cobbler, to be honest with you, which is which is good. The other one, you you take a cake, you bake it. Then you poke a bunch of holes in it and you pour jello over top and then you refrigerate it for a while. Then you cut it up oh. and put whipped cream on the top. That's amazing. It's so good. Can you send me a recipe for that? I will find I, it. I think I would I would be interested in trying that one. That one sounds better. I guarantee your daughter would dig it. Who doesn't like cake and jello? It's the moistest cake you've ever had. Hmm. Even I can't screw it up. Interesting. You got to try that one. So how are th- how have things been down there? It's I know every, it's crazy everywhere. How's it been for you? I mean, I, obviously, you know, I'm sympathetic with people who are suffering uh, and people who you know lost jobs or lost loved ones and everything. But for me, it's been okay. You know, <laughs> it, uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's, it's the first couple of weeks were a little like hectic trying to transition the life to just kind of being around the house all the time. Right. And, you know, things getting canceled and not, you know, just really getting used to just being locked in with your family consistently. But then, you know, after that, I've, I've realized we actually have most of everything we need under our roof. Yeah. I don't need to go. I was going out and I like going out, but I don't really need to. Like, I have a pretty fulfilling life right here. Um, you know, there's, everyone's probably will be a little hiccup where it's like, oh man, it'd be kind of fun to go to XYZ here. It'd be really nice to get out of the house and do something, but no, more for the most part, yeah, you know, my daughter doesn't know. That's probably the, right. the biggest thing. It's like, we haven't, we had, she's three, like I said, we don't tell her what's going on. All that she knows is that I'm home more. <laughs> like I used to, you know, I used to leave at like 8 or 9 a.m. and come back around 5, 5.30. Now she just knows I'm home all day. So in order for her not to worry, we just told her that I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry, the world's not falling apart. We just can't afford food. She's, she's very relieved to hear this. Does she know what fired means? She actually does, because there's this book she reads called Fly Guy. <laughs> it's about this fly, and... 
in like she has two of them, and in one of the books, like they the like the cafeteria lady gets fired, and then they bring in a new cafeteria lady, and then she gets fired too, and they hire back the first one. But like Lucy, she she can't read yet, but she's really good at memorizing. So she'll like read the book, and she'll be like, "You're fired, you're fired." <laughs> So my son, right? My my oldest son, when he was little, uh, I think we were watching uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You know, you know when the the dentist gets fired. Yeah. You know, finish the job or you're fired. Well, he, you know, he's like, "What does fired mean?" And I explained it. And then for about three years, um, every time we told him no, he would fire us in public. It, you know, at family <laughs> events. We'd be like, nope, sorry, you can't do that. You're fired. <laughs> Kids will catch on. He used to say, uh, I don't know if your daughter's ever done this, uh, but he used to threaten to call my dad and tattle on me. I'm going to call your dad and tell on you. <laughs> not yet. She she has not done that. Her biggest thing is she really likes phrasing right now. She's kind of come up onto it in the last probably three or four weeks. But she really likes phrasing. And there's like there's quite a few like not like too much but there's some sappy lines in it and like I asked her to do something the other day and she said um, like I heard your request but my answer is no <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what is that from <laughs> and I'm like oh okay, fine she has repeated that. It's funny when they they do these little grown up things in their little tiny bodies and it, it's it's pretty surprising like how did you how did yeah. you even think to say that. I, I remember, uh, I think it was from uh, the original Toy Story, and uh, Buzz Lightyear finds out he's a toy, and he starts going, "I'm a sham," you know, like I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm a fraud. The first time. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So one of my yeah, kids, <laughs> yeah. So my son goes, uh, "What is you know he what does sham mean? Because it's a word he's never heard before." I explain it to him, and then he starts making shampoo jokes. I don't use shampoo; I use real poo. <laughs> kids are smart man they're fun <laughs> that's pretty funny so everything everything's good down there you sounded a little you sounded a little bummed yesterday we went back and forth a little you said you had a rough uh zoom show oh it was fine there was a te- <laughs> there was a technical glitch that began it because i was closing up the show not trying to brag and uh and i had my camera off the entire time and then once they were introducing me, I went to turn on my camera, and it didn't work. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should have this out about an hour ago. And, but it wasn't opening, and so I quickly had to uh, take out my cell phone and turn it on. And so I was, and then like, I, but I didn't shut my laptop, and so it was like double audio for like a minute till I realized what the problem was. And it was just weird, but it, it went fine, you know, but it was like, it was just kind of a clunky way to begin. These are things that we were trained, you know, when we were reading uh, Judy Carter's uh, <laughs> stand-up comedy Bible. And she didn't describe Zoom shows. There's no chapter on that. Who would have thought that was going to be like a thing that, I mean, even four months ago, if somebody said Zoom show, you'd be like, what are you talking about? And now all of a yeah. sudden, like, it's a necessity. Everybody has to do it just to just to stay fresh and keep the rust off a little. You're getting back on stage. I saw you over the mm-hmm. weekend with uh, our mutual friend Jeff Dallin. You uh, you were doing some shows at Whitehead. I actually wasn't on his show. I was just uh, I was actually on a show in Ogden where we've performed together. 
but yeah, I, I just kind of went down after just to hang out and say hi to Jeff. And yeah. that's how I ended up in a picture with him. <laughs> but I have done, I've done the last two weeks and I'll tell you, I still feel pretty rusty even after, I think I've done like six, six or seven sets now, I think not counting the open mic, but yeah, the rust is there. It's, it's real. So uh, good luck, I guess. <laughs> With that. <laughs> I have no yeah, I had um I have this road gig in New Mexico that it's been rescheduled like three times already. Like originally <laughs> I think it was in November and then I got moved to February and then I got moved to May. And so it was supposed to be this next Wednesday and Thursday, um, just doing these two casinos. But they they hung on a quite a while. Like they just <laughs> they were they were hanging in there. And I was like, I don't know if I want to fly in New Mexico and then do these doing this. Um, but they, they ended up canceling it due to a complete lack of interest from any audience. Members. And uh, I'm like, good. Yeah, that's, that's about that's the right answer. Like, I, read, I already canceled my flight about a month ago, just assuming this would happen. But then right. they weren't doing it. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> but then they finally pulled the trigger on it. So um, I still have some stuff on the calendar for down the line, but I assume that's not going to make it. So right now I'm just assuming I have nothing for the foreseeable future. And that's kind of free. Like, ever since yeah. I started, one of my philosophies like was to always have at least one more show booked after the one you're doing because that was the only way I could get myself from not quitting in mm-hmm. those like really rough early years. I got to honor this next commitment. And so if I ever saw it was about to be dry, I always did like a big booking run to make sure I could get a couple things scheduled for after the, the bad show I was about to go and do somewhere in New York. And, uh, but now I got nothing. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird thing. I'll tell you the the crowds, at least the ones I've had so far. I mean, they're good. They're there. They really. I mean, they act like they're rooting for you. You know how sometimes a crowd's like, yeah, make me laugh. Let's see what you got. Yeah. I think they're so starved for any live entertainment. They're act. They want us to be good. So even though I felt like even the last set I did Saturday night, uh, I my timing felt off. Like they were laughing really well, which which was great. But I could tell like. You know, I was flubbing a, a word here or there just because just of the rust, but they were just so into it and they didn't care. They were they didn't care that I was a mush mouth stumbler. They were just happy to be outside and to be sitting six feet away from other adults and laughing at somebody else's problems. It's pretty special. Oh, Lucas, Lucas a question. Yeah? I know. I want to you have an appetite? That's special. Oh, she ran into the room to tell me that she had an appetizer. Oh, wow. I'm not going to get that on every podcast. No, that's true. Appetizers are a big part of life. And, you know, truthfully, I'm only intrigued by what this appetizer is because I was not off the one. (laughs) Where's Lucy getting, you know, most likely it's a carrot. Or a raisin, yeah. (laughs) Good old ants on a log. She hasn't gotten into ants. Lucy, do you like ants on a log? She says, mm-hmm, but I don't think she's had it. I still like it. That. That's great. Ooh, appetite. You know what? Today the appetizers are, there's carrot sticks, there's green, uh, bell pepper, there's cucumbers with some Trader Joe's everything but the bagel seasoning, mm. and there's some salsa to dip it in. So you've you've created like a parenting hack. If you want your kids to eat their vegetables, just call them appetizers. Oh man, we've been fortunate. She's really good. 
she's a really good vegetable eater. I mean, she's shooting really little. She eats better than we do, if we're being honest about it. <laughs> That's good, but, Which man. is odd, because we feed her, so we should be able to eat <laughs> just as well as she does. That's good if you don't have to fight that battle. Does does she have any, like, stuff that she just hates? Lucy, is there any food that you hate? No. She does not like tomatoes. Mm. Mushy tomatoes. She likes tomato sauce. You, you kind of like the little little eyeball cherry tomatoes that you, if you cut them up. But she doesn't like mushy. She doesn't like tomatoes. She doesn't like them so much that even if you have like, spaghetti sauce or something, uh-huh. you have to, like, scoop out the tomatoes huh. the sauce. Well, that's it. My that's daughter's the same way. My daughter doesn't dig tomatoes either, but she will have spaghetti sauce. But yeah, like Ooh, tomatoes on a burger. My doesn't like tomatoes either. Maybe it's a girl thing. But she's 17. She's almost 18. Holy cow. Oh, she's 18. Almost. <laughs> Three-year-olds can seem like they're 18 too, though. <laughs> Some people just never like... You think they're going to grow out of it. I have a, an, a son that's older than that, and he still hates onions. It's like, come on, man. Onions are a great part of life. With you like onions, right? No, she says no. She doesn't what? like onions either. All right. Oh, my so, goodness. Okay. So for the list is tomatoes, onions, and uh, she doesn't like chicken apple sausage. She doesn't like, she's kind of like me in this way. She doesn't like surprise food. Like, she <laughs> likes the sausage, but she doesn't like that there's like an apple inside of it. I don't like that either. Like, I hate biting into a donut. And finding out that there's something inside that I wasn't expecting, like a cream filled or a jelly filled. Like, <laughs> I know it's there, maybe, but you know, like even like uh, like those like box of chocolate type things. Uh huh. Most of the time, I like it, but I don't like the concept of it. It depends on what you get. Sometimes you're like, "Oh, that was that was really good. That was like a a chocolate ganache," and then you take another bite, and it's some weird like orange or mint, yeah, and it just like the orange fluff throws you off. <laughs> Yeah, Lucy actually, she has a Curious George book, and in the book, they take a trip to a chocolate factory, and they actually kind of explain what those little swirls and shapes and stuff on top of it are. Like, it's like, this swirl indicates that it's a caramel. This swirl indicates that it's got candy inside. And I'm like, I didn't know any of this stuff, (laughs) but I'm not sure we should be trusting the Curious George books as, like, as canon on, like, chocolate factories, because it may have just been a a way to fill a page. We've I think, all I think I've We've seen all that. Had to fill a page. <laughs> I think that's a real thing. I, I do. I used to watch. Remember, did you ever watch Unwrapped on the Food Network? No, I never did. They'd like go into the factories and show how they made things, and it seems like I remember uh, that depending on what's inside, they have a different swirl on top. So you know, people in the know, people in the industry, know what they're doing. It's it's still a mystery to us. They can't let us in on it. It's got to be kayfabe, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. They can't let us mark in and on the world. <laughs> they don't want us to spoil the business for, for all those the guys working the road for two weeks a year. Can't let them, these guys in. You know, you got the good guys driving one car, bad guys driving another car. You know, there's, there's a... a chocolate world, baby. <laughs> there's a chocolate shop here in Utah. Maybe next time you're here, we'll go check it out. But the, the guy that runs it, he actually was on TV... He had a show called The Little Chocolatiers on TLC. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I I know the guy. He's he's great, and his chocolate is awesome. They've got one. It's a, a rice crispy treat, and then they've got like an inch layer of caramel on top of that, like good caramel. And then on top of that, yeah. they they put a layer of chocolate, and they call it a, a caramel Malone. 
<laughs> it's so good, though. It's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. I almost said I'll ever put in my mouth, but then I thought, that sounds dirty. I won't say it. But then I said it anyway. That's how I roll. You did. You still went for it. You I, thought about it. Isn't that the, the best feeling? Yeah. When you think about it, and you're like, ah, I shouldn't say that, but then you do anyway. And then you go back after the fact, and you have to explain why you did it. <laughs> I had this crazy thing happen. It's not crazy, but just if you know me a little bit, I had this crazy thing happen a couple of years ago where this, I, was at, I was having a conversation. This lady said something. It wasn't dirty or anything at all. It just said something. Mm-hmm. And I had a thought of like a similar experience or something that happened to me that I could then share. Then I realized, no, that's not interesting. <laughs> and I didn't share it. And but I was <laughs> but I was so proud of myself that I later told her, Hey, you know, <laughs> when you're telling that story, I thought about sharing a story too and then decided not to. And she was like, What? <laughs> I think you just made the best argument against podcasts, actually, because that's all a podcast is. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's not world changing. Yeah. Unless I you're Joe you, Rogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you. Uh, you're safe in Utah. I've been told that you should not be eating the pizza out there right now. We. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some I think that, criminals on the I think that story's bunk. Yeah. I think it is too. I think she raged pretty hard. Like yes. The whole, like the last previous two hours were, oh man, he would stay up till seven a.m. Oh man, mm-hmm. this guy was partying and smoking and drinking. I think the the, the altitude got the better of him, mm-hmm. and he didn't realize the situation that he was stepping into. I because that story does not check out. Yeah, I've always like. There's been theories about that from the start that it was he was just out super late. Like I've heard secondhand, secondhand, secondhand stories. That's six hands, I think. But about you know him being out all night long every single night, so here here nobody really buys into that he was purposely food poisoned. Uh, did you watch the doc? No, because I don't have ESPN. I'm gonna wait till it comes on ESPN Plus, and then I'm gonna watch it. Okay, it'll also be on Netflix in I think like a month. Oh, really? Um, there's a great there's a great moment in uh, the tenth episode where. This is this is not a spoiler, but they don't show his kids the entire ten hours. That's like they strange. never show them. And then at like the nine hour and forty minute mark, they have his kids on and all they say is, Man, I hate Salt Lake City. <laughs> I never liked going to Utah. Mom wouldn't let us go to Utah. It was too bad. And that's it. That's the entire amount of time they're shown in the entire ten hours. <laughs> Just bagging on Salt Lake City. That's strange. Did they track down Greg Ostertag? That's what I'm really curious about. No, no Ostertag. How do you not get Ostertag? We both suffered from uh, the second run of Jordan. My Sonic got taken out. Your Jazz. Mm hmm. Should have stayed gone. I mean, Jordan was my favorite player at the time, but man, yeah, he broke my heart twice. Two years in a row. I heard he was Jordan Macon's favorite also. He's been posting some cute pictures of himself as a kid. Yeah, I saw one of those. I remember very specifically. I want to say it was the second time the Jazz lost to the Bulls, and I was I was pretty upset. And I remember my wife Penny going, "It's okay, they're still winners to us." And then me going, "That's something that losers say to make themselves feel better," and storming off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, in, in, in her defense, that is 
or in yours, that is something that loses respect. It is. It is something. But you know what? You don't say that to your wife when she's trying to make you feel better over a silly imaginary thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's... Travis, speaking of pizza, I'm going to eat some pizza that hopefully oh, you nice. guys haven't showed up at my door to poison me with. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Wash your hands really good. You, you let me come on the show today and uh, yeah, chat it up with you. It's great to talk to you, man. I miss you. I miss you, too. I hope to come out to Salt Lake City sometime the next year. And maybe I'll get to L.A. in three years. <laughs> or to, to Tallulah. Maybe I'll, just, maybe I'll yeah. skip Salt Lake, skip Ogden, skip Provo or any of those huge cities, and just come straight to Tallulah. It's only 30 miles from the airport. It's all good. Yeah. It's the flower capital of the world. <laughs> That's right. All right, Adam, I'm going to let you go. Whatever you said 45 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) All right, have a good night. Enjoy your pizza. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, Travis. Appreciate it. All right, see you. Bye.